Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Have you tried peanut with your baby yet? So intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters are choking hazard for babies. So we can't do that, but we do need to get peanut protein into your baby early and often to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. So my favorite way to do peanut for baby lead weaning is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. Now, these are not those little starchy puffs that earlier eaters can't pick up, the ones you see at the grocery store in the container that oftentimes contain added sugar, sodium, and refined grains. No, the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs have no added sugar. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger, which is the perfect length for baby lead weaning. So I have students and parents always asking about like different puffs. I saw one today that a mom asked me about. It had three different allergens in it, which makes no sense because you can't observe for a reaction if your baby is trying three new allergenic foods at once. How do you know which of the ingredients is causing the reaction? The only potential allergenic ingredient in the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs is peanut. You can get 15% off of Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs if you use my affiliate discount code BABYLED. So head to puffworks.com and enter that code BABYLED, L-E-D, at checkout. And good luck to you guys trying peanut. And when parents ask about using chickpea pasta for early eaters, if you're going to try to introduce your baby to the potentially allergenic food wheat, chickpea pasta is not going to cut it because that pasta is made from chickpeas and not flour. And I don't love chickpea pasta for early eaters because it has very high levels of protein and fiber. And these are two components of foods that are used by manufacturers in adult foods to help you feel fuller for longer. And I don't wanna make your baby feel artificially full by pumping them full fiber and protein. So if you wanna use pasta to introduce your baby to wheat, I suggest you choose regular wheat-based pasta and then save that chickpea stuff for yourself. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Well, hello there. In this episode, we're going to talk about pasta and how to make pasta safe for babies to eat. Now, pasta is my preferred way to introduce your baby to the potentially allergenic food wheat, right? There are nine allergenic foods that account for about 90% of food allergy in North America, and wheat is one of them. And we want to introduce those allergenic foods to your baby early and often. So pasta is a very straightforward starter food that your baby can begin eating as early as six months of age when they are also showing the other reliable signs of readiness to eat. Now, I like to start these mini baby led weaning solo training episodes out with a tip of the day. And today's tip is when it comes to making pasta for babies, don't salt the cooking water. Now, depending on how you grew up, this might sound like heresy. I know for my Italian friends, they salt the heck out of their pasta cooking water. From our 10th anniversary, my husband and I went to Sicily with my best friend and her husband. She planned the whole trip. We just kind of hopped along and we took this cooking class. The amount of salt 
that the lady who taught the class put in the water. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm definitely not putting enough salt in my water. And that's fine for you as an adult. But for babies, ultimately, we are trying to avoid excess salt. So we want your baby to learn how to taste the food and not the salt. So even if the pasta that you're preparing on the package says to salt the cooking water, ignore those directions. Just boil your baby's pasta in good old-fashioned water without the salt. And hang tight because in this episode, I'm going to be sharing my favorite shapes of pasta for baby-led weaning. These are the ones you're going to want to choose so that your baby can safely self-feed pasta beginning at six months of age. All right, quick story about feeding baby's pasta. I remember the first time I gave my quadruplet baby's pasta. They were seven and a half months old, so that was just around the six-month adjusted age for them. They were born six weeks premature. It's one of the first foods that we did. We were just starting baby-led weaning. I had literally no idea what I was doing. So I did penne pasta, but I totally messed up and I cooked it the way that I like pasta, which is al dente. So al dente means to the tooth in Italian, and it's when there's still like a little bit of bite left in the pasta. And I learned the hard way that al dente is definitely not soft enough for babies. So I remember my oldest quadruplet boy, he was trying to eat this piece of penne. It was not soft enough. He was gagging like crazy on it. At one point, I thought he was actually choking, freaking out inside, but trying to maintain like a cool exterior. So he didn't see me freaking out. I didn't want to turn his gag into a choke. All of a sudden, this like huge piece of penne pasta just comes shooting out of his mouth. So I started breathing again. He picked that piece of pasta back up, put it back in his mouth, resumed trying to learn how to eat it. But I learned my lesson there, watching him gag unnecessarily hard that al dente pasta is not done enough. And so when it comes to cooking pasta for babies, I recommend cooking it past the al dente phase. It's kind of gross. It's like almost soggy. You and I would probably not want to eat our pasta that way, but it is soft enough for early eaters and it's safe too. So you can always pull out the pasta that you want for yourself when it's cooked to the al dente stage, if you're going to eat pasta with your baby, and then just let it go a little bit longer so it gets softer and safer for your baby to eat. So what type of pasta do we choose for baby-led weaning? When it comes to pasta, yes, of course, you can make your own pasta. But I personally feel that already prepared pasta is a wonderful convenience food if you don't have time to make your own pasta or you're not interested in doing that. Look for pasta where the only ingredients are semolina or durum wheat flour. Now, semolina flour is a type of durum wheat flour used in making pasta. And semolina flour is high in protein and gluten, which is important for helping pasta stick together. So there are egg noodles out there too, as you know, pasta that has semolina flour plus egg. And because egg is another one of the big nine potentially allergenic foods, I don't like to use egg noodles to introduce your baby to wheat, right? We don't typically do two new allergenic foods for the first time at the same time, because if your baby had a reaction to one of those, it would be hard to discern whether it was from the egg or whether it was from the wheat. So technically speaking, though, if your baby has already had egg a number of times on its own without reaction, then for sure you could go and use egg noodle as a way to introduce your baby to wheat. I just prefer to stick to pasta where the ingredient list includes only semolina and or durum wheat flour. What about whole wheat pasta? If your family usually eats whole wheat pasta and that's what you want to offer to your baby, technically you can. But please know that whole wheat pastas are typically on the tougher side when it comes to the cooked texture compared to plain old white non-whole wheat pastas. Okay, as a dietitian, yes, I'm a huge proponent of offering your baby whole grains, right? My 100 first foods list has 20 different foods in the starchy food category, many of which are whole grains. 
But when it comes to pasta, I default to regular white, i.e. non-whole wheat pasta, because of its softer texture, which when cooked is easier for early eaters to swallow. Okay, so yes, it is a refined white grain, but in the larger context of things, if you're offering your baby 20 different types of whole grains, if you're doing the 100 first foods approach, and one of them is pasta, that's fine. Okay, we just don't want to get to a point where the only carbohydrate or starchy foods we're offering to your baby are refined white grains. I'm speaking in the larger context, just assuming that you're also going to be offering your baby a variety of whole grains throughout this introduction of solid foods process. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. My phone is bursting at the seams with photos of our kids. And over the years, I've tried all sorts of different ways to store and share them with family members. So for a while, I would just text out pictures to the grandparents. And then we tried a shared photo album. But some people were using Google Photos and others preferred Facebook Messenger for pictures. And the more kids we had, the messier it got. Then I stumbled across the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure, personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes, and it's totally free. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching folders to find the picture of the kid that you need right now. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home which if you think about how quickly your baby is changing, it's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document the last month of your baby's life. If you're looking to level up your photo sharing and organization game with a secure, one-stop, easy-to-use photo organization app, head over to the App Store, search Family Album, download the Family Album app, and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. What about chickpea pasta? Okay, parents ask about chickpea pasta. I want to introduce my baby to pasta, but I'm going to use chickpea pasta. Well, if you're trying to introduce your baby to the potentially allergenic food wheat, then chickpea pasta isn't going to cut it because chickpea pasta is made from chickpeas, not from flour. Okay, chickpea pasta is a gluten-free option for people who have celiac disease. Celiac affects about 1% of the population in North America. And while first-degree relatives of someone with celiac disease, they have about a 1 in 10 chance of also having celiac disease, many families unnecessarily avoid gluten or wheat-containing foods, right? Gluten is the protein that we find in wheat and rye and barley, okay? For the sake of this conversation, we're talking about introducing your baby to the potentially allergenic food wheat, okay? And we don't have as strong of data about the early introduction of wheat like we do for peanut and egg and milk, but the prevailing recommendations from the world's leading pediatric food allergy researchers is that we do want to introduce all of the potentially allergenic foods, including wheat, early and often to help prevent, in this case, wheat allergy down the road. There are no known benefits to withholding wheat from your baby. And sometimes you'll hear things like, oh, babies can't digest gluten or babies can't digest grain. Please know that that is not true. I personally don't love chickpea pasta for babies because it has very high levels of protein and fiber. Okay, these are two components of foods. They're oftentimes added to adult diet foods to help adults feel fuller for longer. People who shun carbohydrates, if you look at the advertising materials for the leading brand of chickpea pasta, they're touting that they have lower levels of carbohydrate and higher levels of protein and fiber, and that's fine for adults. Okay, I just don't want to make your baby feel artificially full by pumping them full of high levels of fiber and protein, right? Those components of foods take longer to digest and empty the stomach I don't want your baby to feel artificially full. If you want to use pasta, 
to introduce your baby to wheat, choose regular wheat-based pasta, and save the chickpea stuff for yourself. Now, what shape of pasta works for baby-led weaning? For baby-led weaning, in phase one of my program, Baby-Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro, we stick to the longer pieces of food shaped about the size of your adult pinky finger. So some of the good shapes of cooked pasta to use are things like rotini or penne or cavatappi, okay? Those longer finger-shaped pieces that your baby, who's going to be using their whole hand or their palmer grasp in that first phase of baby-led weaning to pick those foods up. I don't do tiny pieces of food, right? We wait until phase two or even phase three, if that's when your baby develops their pincer grass, plus they've had lots of experience eating other foods, then they're safe for smaller pieces of food. So for early eaters in phase one, that's the first eight weeks of baby led weaning, I'm going to steer clear of things like macaroni or shells, or I also don't do spaghetti now because it's very hard for your baby to pick up, but it's also such a pain to clean up. We were doing some polls on threads the other day, just talking about your least favorite food to clean up off the floor. And spaghetti is like definitely up there. So you can do that food a little bit later, but I like to stick to rotini, penne, or cavatappi, or really any shape of pasta that's about the size of your adult pinky finger when cooked so that your baby can pick it up. Now, what about pasta sauces? Parents are always saying, do you have a, a favorite brand or a recommended brand of pasta sauce? And when it comes to commercial marinara, so tomato sauces that you're going to buy at the store, they're almost always too high in either sugar or salt. So when it comes to sugar for choosing packaged foods for babies, I always look for zero grams of added sugar. Most commercial pasta sauces will have a fair amount of added sugar. So if it's more than zero grams of added sugar, I'm not going to offer it to my baby. On the other side, when it comes to sodium, my rule of thumb is that I'm looking for less than 100 milligrams of sodium per serving. And you are very, very hard-pressed to find a commercial or jarred pasta sauce that has less than 100 milligrams of sodium. Now, zoom out a little bit. The bigger picture is you don't need a pasta sauce. You and I might like putting marinara sauce on our pasta, and that's fine. But if this is the first time your baby has had pasta, let's stick to introducing them to the wheat, which is the ingredient that we're testing for, right? We're, we're offering wheat a number of times to make sure the baby does not have a wheat allergy. So what I will use, because you want to put something on the pasta so it doesn't stick together, right? I mentioned how the pasta is made from semolina or germ flour. It's very high in protein, which means that when you cook it, it actually has a tendency. You've probably seen this with pasta. It sticks together, right? So you can run your pasta under running water after you drain it. That can help it not stick together in the immediate future. But once that cools, it's going to stick together. So we want to use something we usually use, butter or oil. Now, I tend to use oil over butter because butter is a dairy food which contains cow's milk protein, which is another one of those allergenic foods, right? So I'm trying to remove the other allergenic foods from the situation here and just doing an oil, olive oil or whatever oil you use at your house in order to make the pasta not stick together. But it's going to make it a little bit more slippery and that's fine. Babies need to learn how to pick up slippery foods as well. So you don't technically need a sauce and keep in mind that most of the sauces that you'll find in the store are going to be too high in sodium and too high in salt. It is very easy, though, to make your own no-salt, no-sugar pasta sauce if you would like to, once you do wheat pasta on its own a number of times, you're like, hey, I want to mix it up and I want to start adding some sauce. I have a free feeding guide with five of my favorite low-sodium sauces for safe swallowing with baby lead weaning. And one of the sauces in that feeding guide is a no-salt or low-salt marinara sauce. It's so easy to make. I end up making it a lot of the times, like if for my bigger kids, I run out of a jar of pasta. I'm like, this is so easy to make. Why don't I do this more often? It also tastes amazing. So if you want to download that free feeding guide called five baby led weaning sauce recipes for safe swallowing, 
they're all on, we just redid our website. So if you go to babyledweaning.co, there's a page that's called resources. So babyledweaning.co slash resources. There's a bunch of free feeding guides on there. And the sauces feeding guide is there for you. You can download that and make that low sodium marinara sauce for your baby if you want to. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and works with your lifestyle as a parent or caregiver. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on the journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. And getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. And I think this is particularly true for parents. I know firsthand how you can feel torn between your old baby-free, carefree self and this new, very challenging role of parenting a small person. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness, and understanding, as well as talking through, things that can help you know what you want or why you react the way you do. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month today. So I hope you guys enjoyed learning a little bit how to make pasta safe for your babies to eat. Pasta is one of the foods in the potentially allergenic foods category of the 100 first foods list. Someone wrote to me the other day and said, hey, how come pasta is not in your starchy foods category? Well, because pasta contains wheat and wheat is one of the allergenic foods. We move that to the allergenic foods part of the 100 first foods list. It is technically a starchy food though. Pasta is a good source of carbohydrate. There's a little bit of iron in there. Um, it's If you're doing the white pasta, that's enriched, meaning it's been added back in. If you get to the point where you're doing whole wheat pasta, whole grains are always natural sources of iron. There's a little bit of protein in there. It's a good source of energy for your baby, and it's an easy way to introduce your baby to the potentially allergenic food wheat. If you want to grab the whole 100 First Foods list, I give that away to everybody for free on my weekly online video training called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. This is a 75-minute video training that you can take anytime that works for you. You can take it in a few minutes from now, later today, sometime tomorrow. If you go to babyledweaning.co, you'll find information on how to sign up for that free workshop. And I'll give you the 100 First Foods list and a lot more information about how you can make all of the foods from the 100 First Foods list safe for your baby to eat. Hope you guys enjoy pasta. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Like a lot of moms out there, I will totally admit I am quite type A. I am a total taskmaster, and one of my weekly work tasks is to review the feedback forms that our new students in my program, which is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro, that they leave for us. So basically, this form asks a lot of questions about you and your baby and your baby's feeding and medical history, any concerns that you might have or fears about starting solid foods, and all of this data helps me when I'm answering parent questions inside of our weekly live office hours so I can then tailor my response to your particular baby and situation, right? Because it's not a one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to what your baby's eating, right? Because maybe your baby has an egg allergy or another mom in the program. She might really be struggling with how to make meat safe because she doesn't like to cook. So this week on the forum, there's a new mom named Janine, and she wrote, and this is her quote, I researched a lot on the internet, and I have a lot of books. I saw a lot of other baby-led weaning programs, but in the end, this is the one that I realized 
realized is what I'm really looking for as a new mom. I love that Katie's program has a community and that there are videos for everything you need to know and how to make the foods. And what I love the most is that there's already a meal plan ready. And this just like stopped my heart because this is exactly why I created the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro program. I wanted to literally put everything that you need to know about starting solid food safely in one place with a super easy to follow 20 full weeks meal plan. Okay, there's 20 weeks because it's five foods a week. I want your baby to get to those 100 new foods before they turn one because I also know you have a lot going on as a new mom and hunting and pecking all over the internet to try to figure out what am I going to feed this baby? That is not the solution. So if you want to check out the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro program, I would be honored to work with you and your baby. You can head to babyledweaning.co to get started and hopefully I'll be reading your feedback soon too.